0: It's time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew muldock Molinaroli.
1: Yeah, it is time for another week of Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I've got Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Um, Endured that uh heartbreaking loss last well yesterday evening, but uh back on deck yeah, today. A, back to it. Good a good choke to finish. Shop <laughs> yes. holiday Monday. Peter Hanscom, uh back with us after the Easter weekend. How was it for you, mate?
2: Yeah, very good, thank you. Um yeah, I said the dragons gave me a few palpitations there in the second half, wondering what was going on. Speaking of chokes, but yeah, just hung on, thank goodness. Uh so, yeah, still sitting at the top
1: of the table. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? Not me, who had them tipped for stone last, that's for sure. <laughs> 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 Luckily, my super cage predictions are better than, the, uh, <laughs> than that, or else there wouldn't be much point, would there? Andrew Muldock-Mullinrolli back this week um, after a week off. How are you, mate?
0: Yeah, good, mate. Um yeah, a bit disappointed with Manly, giving Melbourne a 30-point start. But anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> they're, a hard, they're a hard team to play at the best of times. So, yeah, giving them 30 points isn't... At least it put me out of the misery early, I guess.
1: Well, they made the come, they made you think again, didn't they? And, uh, of course, I am Paulie G. Paul Grzadkar. And no Pat Lyons with us this week um, from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. But we do do the injury report on his behalf. Uh, start with Dal Cotley. He's got a back injury. Coach Neil Henry said after the game, it's an injury he's never had before, some sort of disc complaint. He's flat out walking around at the moment. He just got twisted. It's unfortunate. While Chris Griezmann also of the Titans had a groin, has a groin injury. Um, they're sort of, they're going to get scans to ascertain what exactly will happen to both those players. Um, they have been named um, this week, Ryan, it's probably pretty doubtful either of them will actually end up playing, particularly when Conrad Hurrell, Jared Hain and Kevin Proctor have all been named from um, 18 to 21.
3: Yeah, they've got a hell of a lot of guys um, named to come back, um, even if they're in the um, reserve for reserve list, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine those two guys um, are going to suit up this week. Haven't heard much more about Jamal Idris's hamstring strain. He wasn't named
1: this week. He's probably gone for a few weeks. Look, if you for some reason still held him if you were one of those people that took a chance on him at the start of the year. Obviously now it's time to move on. Lloyd Perrett did a sternum, um, one of the best GPs potentially to bring in after a 60 last week, but he's out this week, so so much for, for targeting him if you're looking for someone to make you a bit of cash. Um... Should also mention uh, Jamie Brewer, which we tweeted about. He's out for a good seven to eight weeks. We'll get a further update from Pat next week about him. And Frank Pritchard also was out last week. We're now hearing 10 weeks with a foot injury. And Penny Terrapo, speaking of the Parramatta Eels, also out for a few months. We we'll see Ken Edwards' name back there, and we'll get to that with the teams a bit later on. Um, that is the injury report for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Luckily, a light light on this week, seeing we don't have Pat with us, um, but you can go visit him, he, you know, he did have the Easter off, but he'll be back working there, uh, if you're in the Sydney region, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, follow the links there, you can get a discount, 20% discount off your first visit, uh, it's not just sporting injuries, uh, back and neck as well, Pat's specialty, recommend you check him out, let's go on to what we've learned after round seven, uh, I tell you what, Edger, it could have been one of those rounds where you Posted a pretty nice score, eleven hundred plus, and still ended up on the wrong side of the ledger in head-to-head. It was just that kind of uh, that kind of week, super coach-wise.
0: Yeah, a lot of the uh, guns fired this week, didn't they? And, and there was a couple of different options for you, for your uh, for your captain. So, I mean, even some of your, your guys that you weren't even really thinking about yeah. playing, like some like a Jaden Brayley, he scored seventy-nine. You know the. Uh, Perennial yep. worst points per minute. Frank Winterstein scores 71, so
2: there's some big scores.
0: I mean, <laughs> Felice um, Cafusi against your team, Caffucci, just going yeah, nuts. 125. I mean, those are, those are crazy yeah. scores along with, you know. Brian Kelly, 95. Yeah, yeah your staples with your, your Tommy Turbos, Laylows, Tedescos. Mm. They all got in the 90s, so, I mean, yeah, big, really big yeah, scores. Cameron and, Smith
1: had a good game.
0: Yeah, eighty six, and he could have gone even larger. He had a shocking day with the boot. So, mm. yeah, some big scores, and yeah, thankfully some of us are uh, cleaned up this round.
1: <laughs> we learned also, uh, whenever James Roberts plays the Titans, you get him in your moneyball team. Um, absolutely crushed it, John Asiata, Asiata as well. Pete makes a pretty mean halfback. Um, they're putting up ninety eight super cage points. Yeah, well,
2: he never. I don't recall call well, him playing um half back in first grade. Yeah, and, four, and he
1: apparently in the genius.
2: Yeah, well um yeah he sort of come off the bench and been a bit of a jack of all trades for the, for the Cowboys but yeah he did a great job um on Saturday night, well particularly in the second half when they came back from 28-4 down to 28-22 and he was involved in everything and yeah um he's going to be there for at least one more week. Not sure how long Thurston's going to be out but he's it's going to be at least one more, and suggested maybe another. So um, he might be a, a good, cheapy option for the next couple of weeks. It's just uh, one of those things that just turned up.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, if you did pick him at the start of the year, thinking oh, all the Cowboys lied on on the forward pack, and then were disappointed, but just had him hanging around, well, you got you got lucky there. Another big week predicted for him as well. Um, we talked about Manley's defence and the left side horribly exposed there. Kafusi and Tonoma Peer going nuts. Um, Vinuvalu involved as well. And the West Tigers, well they, they moved Idris out to the right side, moving Naguama away from that horrible right side. Didn't make much difference, Parramatta. Well, they should have even cashed in more so on that on their left, Norman and Jennings and Radaraj. I think Ryan they just had too many
3: too much space sometimes and then they end up losing the ball
1: and too excited,
3: perhaps. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think they almost got in each other's way, and there wasn't much cohesion going on out there, uh, which saved the Tigers a little bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where if you have, uh, if you know that a team is suspect, you know, on the left, on the right, whatever position it is, just have a look at um, who you're playing, and you know, pick your team accordingly, and you can you can cash in.
1: Let's move on to the team changes now. And, of course, um, starting on Friday night again this week, no Thursday game. The Raiders v. the Seagulls down I- here in Canberra because I'm uh, making a cameo up here in Canberra for this Easter week. Uh, Marty Power comes in for Adden for Fenua Blake. Goes to the bench. Lloyd Perrett injured, as we mentioned earlier. Um, no changes for the Raiders, although I should note neither Clydesdale or Dunamis Louie made the field. Last uh, Saturday night. Only, fi- only 15 players used by coach Ricky Stewart. Um, South speed the Broncos. Joe often Goway comes in for Davida Pangae Jr. Um, South sticking with the same 17 that went down to the Bulldogs. Uh, Penrith v. or uh, well, the Eels v. Penrith. Kenny Edwards comes in for Penny Terapo. The Panthers um, sticking with that 17 that were roundly beaten by the Sharks. The Cowboys v. the Knights. Uh, Antonia Winterstein comes in for in Mosby uh, so your cheapy option there goes out and in fact with the, the middling break even you may even um, decide the, to move on. Cowboys not playing in round 12 um, Angus Crichton comes to mind as a pretty good back rower to, who can play centre and winger for your Supercoach team to come in there The Knights, well Sam Stone speaking of cheaper options if you still kept him from the start of the year. He's got a starting spot now with Bura out and Joe Wardle also out. Anthony Tupou comes on the bench. You will probably will see Tupou in there for at least half the game on the right edge. Um, Sharks feed the Gold Coast. Uh, No changes for Cronulla. Look, Gold Coast only making Joe Greenwood um, for Max King on paper, but we're expecting Conrad Hurrell to come in for Dale Copley, who's got a back injury don't believe Chris Greason will be right with a groin. Kevin Proctor has been named in the 21. And then there's Jared Hayne in there as well, named in the 21. And we're hearing that he could be rushed back in. Um, So he'll probably go to fullback. And not too sure what reshuffle there, what would occur if Hayne was in. Or if Hurrell's not right, he might even play in the centres. Uh, the Tigers beat the Bulldogs. Idris is out for the West Tigers. Michael Cheekham going to the centres. Joel Edwards to the bench. David Clemmer back at lock for the Bulldogs. So that means a reshuffle with Eastwood to the second row. Elliot to the bench. Edrew Matt Frawley again named out. But surely he ends up um, playing at least in the 17. And, and we're hearing potentially Embi um, is going to play hooker this week.
0: Oh, I mean, you saw how much better they played with him in the team at Number seven, I mean no slack on on by, but it just seems that he just steers the ship a lot more than than Moses does at, at the half back so and to be fair, leach isn't that dynamic out of out of dummy half so it just it not make sense. they look like a better team with um, frawley steering the ship around he's, he's kicking games solid and um yeah like i said mba is he's really he's you know he potentially a good dummy half with, you know, good speed off the mark. So I think that just makes sense. Your note on our app, if you
1: own our app, and if not, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, follow the links and pick it up either on the Android or on Apple because you're going to get some pretty useful information there um, about the predictions. But we've put um, Frawley in for 60 minutes, um, Le- Leacher for 40 and by for 60. So potentially by starts at, at 7 and after the first 20, um, Frawley comes on, by could move to Hooker and maybe Leacher spells him at some point later on if Embai gets tired. The Roosters feed the Dragons, Jake Friend back at Hooker so Paul Carter goes to the bench, Kane Evans is also relocated there with Ryan Madison out injured, Josh Dugan back for the Dragons he'll play fullback, moving Jason Nightingale to the wing Kurt Mann to the bench and Tane Milne missing out while young Tonomapia makes way Um, Despite having a good game um, for Melbourne, he's making way for Will Chambers returning from suspension. New Zealand Warriors unchanged. Uh, Some of the top players to consider this round, Uh, according to that Supercoach Pro's predictor, is uh, John Asiata again. Daniel Tupo right up there. Sean Johnson should bounce back. Pete, he's got a massive break even, Sean Johnson, 160. But um, with a prediction up in the high 80s, I guess he's still... um, Hoping that you know he will come good for you, and of course, you know, he's not playing Origin, so he's a guy you want to stick around in your lineup.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you if you've got him, hang on to him, map, Um, that's for sure. He didn't put in a great score against the Raiders the other day, I think it was, it was a 40 odd, um, which is not not great by any stretch, and particularly for him. Um, the Warriors against Melbourne have had a, a reasonable record on Anzac Day, not they don't always win down there, of course, but um. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he's predicted for the eighties against Melbourne. Um, I'd like to see like to see him do well. He, and with Warren in the side, I think it's def- definitely improved his uh, his play as well. It takes a little bit of the responsibility off him, and I think that's showing in his performances.
1: There's no doubt this year Melbourne are struggling left side defence. Um, you look at Tahu Harris out injured. Blake Green has gone to Manly, um, and and Riley Jacks he's been quite good for them, but but defensively. Um, not of the same level as Greed and Kenny Bromwich, similarly but to Toho Harris, not defensively the same and of course Chase Blair out a bit wider, so I think Sean Johnson is going to have a bit of a field day potentially on that right side. Gareth Whittip, um he's just going from strength to strength and, and the Dragons continue to put up points, so he's kicking goals as well um, big time prediction for him this round, as is Jack Whiten who's been a bit of a sleeper Ryan um, this year so far he missed round one, but since then He's been putting up some pretty pretty huge uh, super catch scores.
3: Yeah, he certainly has. He's um, well, he's, he's not someone you think of in that Raiders team, um, rightly or wrongly, as sort of like a, one of those. So 70. many studs, isn't there, Tarts? Yeah, to that's right. Um, but it, you know, the proof's in the in the pudding. Really, he's um, he scored sixty six last round. He's averaged seventy nine for last three, and seventy three for last five. So he's certainly doing the business. Um, he's got a low score of 49 and a high of 105, so that's pretty good going, I reckon. And we just saw what
1: the Melbourne Storm put up 30 against Manly, and that was in Manly's backyard. So the Raiders could do something similar this Friday night and expect Whiten to be a big part of that, along with the lay partner, of course. Uh, Valentine Holmes, well, he's been a revelation since moving to fullback, so he's got a great opportunity this week. In fact, the Sharks were targeting... This round and next, because it, they gave the Titans to the Tigers, um, so two the two worst teams um, as far as giving up SuperCoach points against Cronulla, are playing back to back. So any um, backs, any money ball games, any data leagues you're playing, you're loving Cronulla right now. You might want to bring a potentially bring a Cronulla player in if you have the trades. Of course, Cronulla not playing round 12, so a little. Little bit of risk there. Josh Morris up there again. Um, predictor-wise for the Dogs, you and Aitken as well, who's um, was a bit quieter last last round despite expectations to be a bit higher, um, but he has been good all year. James Maloney, another Shark to, to potentially target, and Josh Papali for the Raiders. Plus Tom Trebrovich for Manly. Looking ahead, as we said, to round nine, the Sharks v. the Tigers, Rabbitohs v. the Seagulls, and the Titans v. the Knights. Look, that game could go any which way, um, Supercoach wise. Uh, And we do all that for the Supercoach Predictor and the Supercoach Pros app um, that you can find there, Apple or Google. Um, We'll put it up on Twitter at Supercoach Pros or Facebook at at Supercoach Pros as well. And on our website, of course, the links are already there www.supercoachpros.com. Um, Andrew, it's pretty much a must. I mean, not only you know you get all the information there, but this predictor—if you are interested in daily leagues—on and you are getting the price rises and falls for Super Coach, you know, the captain's choices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you get this daily league information, and pretty much can pay for itself.
0: Yes, it's uh, a very handy uh, little contraption to have in your pocket. It's—I uh, mean, you heard me saying before about uh, captain's choices and 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 the predictor. When it comes to just knowing which guy is going to not go berserk, or just who always got strong, um, who's got a strong matchups stuff yep. like that, like left side, right side, we've done all the work for you. So all you have to do is take a look, download the app, take a look, and then um, yeah, go on your merry way to uh, scoring big in your next uh, SuperCoach round. And Ryan, it's not just all the predictor information, of course, because Facebook,
1: Twitter stuff there, and all the important podcasts, all in one easy-to-find location, and all the blog information, now part of the Supercoach Pros Insider, uh, and you know, we've been publishing this stuff for years, and it's useful information, the recaps, the previews, and the what we learned, and it's all there on the app.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, plug in your headphones on your way to work, and um, yeah, bone up on all your Supercoach stuff, and by the you know by the time you get to work you're all you're all sorted and uh, yeah you can um, dominate the next round going to move
1: on now and let's look at um, I guess tweets and hot topics because Bevchenko has got a great tweet that we want to sort of get into in a bit deeper um, and that is who are the must-haves leading into the buy schedule um, we've sort of looked and touched on the buys um, the last couple of weeks but there's been a lot going on um, but realistically, Pete, now is the time heading into round eight with only four weeks before, you know, Origin is, is here to really start honing in that make sure that over the Origin period you've got a, a healthy, strong squad of guys that are going to put up good numbers for you and, and and not playing in Origin and not out um, multiple bye weeks.
2: That's right. It's the time of the year basically where you're serious if you, you coach people really... Um, you know, get away from the rest of the pack, I think, because it's the time where you you need to sit down and and strategize a little bit. You've only got two trades around, and you need to have a close look at that, not just um, have a bit of a guess at what's going on, but have a look at, as you say, about round 12, where you've only got uh, eight teams playing that weekend. Uh, So you've got teams like, say, for example, the uh, the Cowboys, for example, aren't playing that weekend. You're going to have a very, very severely... uh, reduced Broncos playing that weekend. On the other hand, a team like the Warriors, someone like Sean Johnson, um, already a must-have in your team but makes another must. Uh, you have a look at South Sydney, Sam Burgess, uh, Crichton, as we've discussed earlier on in the show, is another one there. Um, so, yeah, it's something really to have a, a very big think about. Paul Gallum from Cronulla, we've discussed whether he's... He's still as good super coach wise as he was, but we know he's not playing Origin this year. You know, he's going to put up decent numbers. Um, so he's one to have a think about there as well. well
1: you look at these guys, I mean, the the, the 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 Rabbitohs and the Eels we've talked about, but the Sharks play round 12 and round 15. So a guy like Gallon, you're trying now to figure out, I know he's expensive, but how do I get him into my team? He's putting up week in, week out, good scores, we said to target Cronulla players the next two weeks. Now, admittedly, against um, those weaker teams, sometimes the forwards do worse. So maybe it's not as critical to bring him in this week or next. Maybe you might get lucky. Maybe Cronulla throw the ball around a bit and Gallon gets a bit of a rest the next two weeks, and then you bring him in on the back of a couple of you know pass scores, like a 40 or a 50 or a 60, mm-hmm. rather than these huge ones he's getting. But Cronulla are a team that you could easily target, um, along with, uh, of course, the Eels and the Rabbitohs. And then, of course, there's teams like Pete mentioned, the Warriors, the Raiders, who play in Round 12, the Roosters, who play Round 12, and back up again in Round 18. And um, and you've got the Bulldogs and Broncos as well. Lesser, perhaps, but but um, certainly if you aim one or two of those players, they're not the worst. But... Uh, Andrew, have you sort of had a had a uh, cast your eye over it is there a couple of names that you could you could pick out there that are, are definites and maybe you're even looking at them this week
0: well I mean before I put the mocker on him and brought him into my team uh, Cody Walker I mean yeah again he's really high price at the moment but uh, it's just you know that um, just trying to reduce the panic around origin time when you don't have the uh, the players to even make up a full squad. So you, you, you're just trying to prep a little bit, you know. You, you, you're going to want to get these top halves or even the top players into your team at some point anyway. So I guess, yeah, someone like a, a Cody Walker would be good to, to target maybe in a couple of weeks because, again, he's he's on a bit of a downslope at the moment. But, yeah, like I said, um, I do like Semi Redrada as well. I mean, at the moment, he has he, I mean, he scored those four tries against St. George round two, but he hasn't done anything since. And I think he's, you know, he, he, it's his longest try drought in, I don't know, ever. I think so. I think um, someone like him, get him in. I think he's three hundred and ten thousand, something like around there. So if you can get find him, find a way to get him in. Find a way to get him in because he's going to go and he's going to go large again, and the you won't get him at that price. way uh, that for too much longer. <sighs>
1: You look at who they're playing. To round 12, Souths have been, you know, in the bottom four for Coach points against backline. You know, you're very young backline, so there's been a lot of points for outside backs for teams playing against Souths. Round 15, the Dragons. Dragons have been excellent, but where's their one weakness? The le- you know, the right side defence. The left winger has been going nuts Again, Semi Radradra on the left wing. So not only have you got a guy who's playing in these all important Origin rounds. He could be your captain both those weeks, and he could be, you know, he he could he could be posting three figures. So again, you've got to find a way. You you pick your week when you say, well, we've got to start bringing these guys in because I need them. Then, when am I going to bring them in? The eels, you know, we, we just he should have gone even larger against the tigers. It wasn't a bad day out for him, but but it could have been better. Panthers and cowboys, you might say, well. They're not the easiest matchups in the world, but they're not the worst, and they're the next two games for the Eels. Then Roosters Raiders, they'll be a bit tougher, but not impossible. So, certainly at some point up until round 12, you're thinking semi Raj, Raj. Um Ryan he's probably not the only one. Corey Norman, a bit up and down this year. There's Manu Mau as well. And I guess the one that some people, what I've already brought in last week, like, like uh, myself, and I think Andrew, you did it as well, but Nathan Brown.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um... And being that Parramatta has the good draw, uh, Nathan Brown has been really putting up some good good numbers. However, there is the one caveat which happened on the weekend, uh, sorry, on, on the Monday, which was that he ended up playing um, some dummy half. Mm. Um, you now, this affected his scoring a little bit as well. Um, Probably
1: cost him because... 10 points because of he didn't have as many hit-ups. And it was only while Keiser Pritchard was getting ahead uh, a HIA, but that's 15 minutes where, you know, instead of
3: taking hit-ups, he was just passing, distributing out a dummy half. Yeah. Can be costly because, uh, as you see, Parramatta don't look like they don't have a plan B if Keza Pritchard gets injured or goes off. And if that's the case, does Nathan Brown end up playing 60 minutes there if the worst, you know, a worst-case mm. scenario happens for them?
0: It's just one oh. of those things you have to think I about. think he didn't, he, he played more minutes because he he didn't get a break. Because played because 80, he played 80, yeah. He played 80 because I, I didn't mind it so much, but yeah, it did affect his hit-ups and he's pretty effective with his offload, isn't he? So, he
1: gets two like, pretty much every hit-up because he usually gets over eight metres and then, yeah, like you say, the chance of an offload. But, I mean, 61 is still a good score, for, and particularly a guy that's going to play all three of those original weeks. So, he, that, if that's the low side, it's a good a good uh, a good position to be in, oh, yeah. but you it's could go even bigger, and and you know he might have a couple more in him. Um, Angus Crichton, we talked about earlier. I think he's definitely a guy to bring in uh, the way he's playing right now. I think you don't want to wait any longer if you haven't pulled the trigger already. And um, I think Sam Burgess surely you already own him, but that's a that's an obvious one cleared from the judiciary this uh, tonight. You might already know that by the time you're listening to this, but that's another little caveat there. Um, I would say they're the, they're the sort of eight. If you can revolve your team around that eight and then you've got a guy like Sean Johnson, maybe you go for James Roberts, you know, a couple of other guys. Definitely the Leilua-Rapana combination because the Raiders play around 12. Um, if you can find another shark um, that's not going to play origin... Um, you know, Brayley might just still be sticking around for you. The way Secchiaro's injury might be enough. The next thing you know, you've already got eleven or twelve players that that are starting every week for you, pretty much. And then you know you can just fill the rest, uh, the rest up um, closer to the time. That's probably what we're looking at. I, I don't know if we've had a, a season where these we've had some good options, because we've seen teams in the past, like the Eels, have no supercoach relevant players, and they're the ones that have the good buy draws. So it is, it's a big change, the fact that we're we're seeing some good supercoach options from teams that have buy-friendly draws. Let's move on to the other tweets now, and James Baxter asks, Angus Crichton a must, and sell or hold the trail for round 12? Well, I guess this plays on to what we were talking about. Um, we'll break it into two. Pete, I'll start with you with Angus Crichton. You you recapped the game for the websites and the app, www.supercatchpros.com, uh, on Friday. He's looking really good, isn't he? And I think Jono on Twitter had suggested, well, what, Are you sure Crichton ahead of Sam Burgess, but it
2: happened. The predictor just doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, he got uh, 68 points um, against Canterbury. Um, and he's got an average of just over 68 for the last three rounds, which is fantastic. Um, you know, he's just come on in, in leaps and bounds. He's he's basically an 80-minute player. He was not only that, but he was one of South's best players on the weekend, as you say. It didn't surprise me at all that he went higher than, than Sam. Um, I think he's, he's a must. If you can get him in there, like, he's only just over 300 grand. Yeah, dual position like, player. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I think he's, yeah, second round. Forward and centre winger, and yeah, I think he's 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 not quite bargain baseman, but he's he's getting close, and I think he's he's tied up a spot there. Souths aren't real strong in the forwards this year. The other two of the Burgess brothers are a little bit still a bit off the boil, I think, and aren't 80 minute players. And I think Crichton's definitely got a spot tied up there. I think he's yeah very very close to a must have.
1: I'm not sure if James wants to move. Crichton in for Mitchell, Andrew. Let's say that you know that it's open for discussion that you can bring Crichton in and still hold Mitchell. Do you do that, or is Latrell definitely a guy you're moving on from? And Knowing the Roosters play in round 12 and again in round 18, and there'll be other back line. You know, we'd assume Ferguson, at least, will be out. So surely um, Coach Robertson will be eyeing Mitchell to, to be back in that back line for those rounds.
0: Oh, yeah, and to be fair to the rest of the competition, it won't be as tough for him. And, and you know, he's a, he's just, a, he's a, you know, a young kid and it's well documented that, you know, he needs to get his head in the game a bit more. So maybe that's just what he needs. And I, I, I honestly think that he'll come good again. Like he's, he's obviously got the talent. So I, I, I don't see, I think getting rid of him now, I think that's yeah, way too soon. I think you got to, you got to hold on to him. Um, I think he'll come back stronger this week. The, the Roosters are a quality outfit, and I think, yeah, like I said, he, he'll come good. He's so, been eighteenth yeah, na- man, but do you think he'll play? Because it's a big game, and and
1: and you need you, you guys like him, don't you? In, in in a big match like that, like he could be the game breaker.
0: Oh yeah, he, he's playing. There's no there's no no doubt about it. I mean, he's you know one of their best options in in the um in the centres. So I, I just don't see why they would rest him again for another week, especially such a big game. You know, they weren't too convincing against Newcastle. So I I think they just want to, you know, get back on track. It's a big game. The the Dragons are favourites, or they should be favourites, even though I think the Roosters are. Um, Yeah, so it's a big game and they need to win. So, yeah, I'd be surprised if he's not playing, but I'd stake your reputation on that he's, uh, he's playing this week.
1: <laughs> well, Blake Ferguson's been moved to the wing, you know, and I wonder if that's an eye on trying to get him a wing spot in origin um, because that's an interesting change. But, again, it keeps the door pretty open for Mitchell to come back into the centres, you would think. Um Pat asks, do you see Dylan Walker as a trade? He has a massive break even and, of course, there's origin he might get picked for. I guess we'll start with, well, do you think he's going to be named in origin, Ryan? Uh,
3: no, I don't. <laughs> um, it's not because he's a bad player or anything like that. I just think they're just going to go with... Um, I, I think do you think they, they won't play last year's, last year's team.
1: So you think they won't play a utility player off the bench this year? Do you think they'll just go with like four forwards, or do you think Matt Moylan might be the man off the bench?
3: Oh, uh, God. <laughs> um, look, I don't. I think if they get someone, um, due to the hooker issue in terms of who has who's who's going to be there, are they going to be fit Good enough to play eighty? Yeah. You know, yeah, in Origin. So that's what I'm thinking at this stage, anyway. It's interesting the way Tyron Peachy
1: started the year, you might have said him, but he hasn't really come on because um, he would have been someone that could have deputized into dummy half. There is talk of Mitchell Pearce playing nine, believe it or not. Um, that could happen too. Uh, it never changes, I thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Pete, Pete, do you think, is Dylan Walker a chance of origin? Or can we rule that out? I mean, Manly they're not playing rounds 12 and 15 either. So, Pat, it probably doesn't matter if he's playing if he plays Origin or not. He's not going to be there for you. So, that's a worry in its own right.
2: That's right. Uh, well, this time last year, if you'd asked me if Dylan Walker was a chance for Origin, I would have said no and was very surprised when he got selected. Yep, he's, a, he, as uh, Ryan said, he's a decent player. He's been putting up some some decent numbers um, mm-hmm. some games this year for Supercoach, but Sure, I I wouldn't be um I wouldn't be selling my house to go and buy him and I, I don't think you'll get selected for origin. I'd be I would be surprised if they went down that route again, but you know, I've said that before about New South Wales selections.
1: Andrew, you were on the Dylan Walker bandwagon at the start of the year, rightly so. He's done very well. But um considering he's gonna miss round twelve and fifteen regardless of origin selection or not. Is he a guy you're going to have to move on from, or is he an out and out keeper?
0: Oh, I think I think Manly have, have done enough now, especially with his goal kicking, to to suggest that he's you know he's a bona fide keeper now. I, I, you know he's scoring tries and he's kicking goals. I mean his kicking's not great, but he's still kicking goals. You know, um, so I, I, yeah, he's he's a definite hold for me.
1: I'm, I'm but. My concern is um, things sh- you should you should be pretty well placed salary cap wise. I don't know if we need to pull triggers on players because of big break evens. I mean, Sean Johnson's got a break even of 160 this week. I'm not getting rid of him, you know. And if yeah, ever there was a case where you would think about moving on, it's on a, on such a high break even because you're trying to you can say, well, I will pick him up in a few weeks. But I mean, we've had so many cheapies do so well that as we said at the start of the show, Jaden Bradley. Felice Cafusi, a lot of these names, Nick Cottrick, Brian Kelly, they just keep on delivering. Even Dean Farah, who had a bad week last week, but he's had a lot of, uh, you know, price rises. Like, I don't know if we need to be trigger happy with our trades right now. I think, um, unless you're worried about your round 12 lineup and you're looking at it and you're saying, I've just got too many guys that are going to be off in round 12. I need to offload some of these. I, I get that. I've, as a Tom Treborevich owner, I'll be looking very closely at that getting closer to round 12. Um, whether he will have to to be subbed out, he's another guy who could end up playing Origin. Um, but right now, I, I'm not worried about some of my big names, you know, fluctuating in cash because the cheaper options have done so well, um, and we haven't been hard hit by injuries as well from our studs. You know, there's been a few here or there, but but pretty. Pretty well holding. That I'm thinking that any guy that you, you know, that you like has been putting up good numbers for you. I don't think you trade them out regardless of their break even, and it would have to simply be because um, you don't think they're going to score well enough. And there's another guy in, in that you can trade in that's going to do better. I think, especially for overall, I think that's the way to go this year, where things have been falling into place pretty well. Well, that about does it for the show for this week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Super Pros and on Facebook uh, at Super Pros as well. If, you go, if you've got the app, um, go to the iTunes or, or, or Google Play and rate it for us. And do the same with the podcasts there on iTunes. Give us a little rating if you like it. We would like to get those posts up, those numbers up. Any reviews, any any nice reviews would be very very helpful as well. If you don't own the app yet, yeah, you've got to get it. As we've said earlier in the show, it's critical um, for your weekly. You know, price rises, price falls, trades, cap choices. You know, which of your 17, you're gonna, which of the 25 you're going to put in your 17, which you're leaving out, and, and of course, you know, daily league options with the moneyball info there as well, and all the other great great stuff that you can get you know the, the um, not, not just the predictor but the articles and also the podcast downloaded straight there to the app Facebook Twitter as well Ryan MS thank you very much uh, hope you had a good Easter we'll talk to you again next week
3: no worries mate dude we'll talk to you next week
1: Peter thank you as well and we'll talk to you next week um,
2: yeah, I'm looking forward to it already, mate. It's, uh, it's a very interesting season, Super Coach-wise.
1: Yeah, and the ANZAC Day games, of course, we may have to move the show to the Wednesday or do a, or a truncated show uh, next Tuesday, of course, because we probably won't have finalised um, information there from this week's uh, this, this week's round. Andrew Muldoon, Rowley, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week, whether it be Tuesday or Wednesday.
0: Yes, thanks, mate. And uh, yeah, God help uh, Manly down in Canberra this weekend.
1: You're not going to come down. It's not that cold. I'm down here no, at the I moment. Guess, it hasn't I been too bad.
0: Fancy the bloodbath. Yeah, it's going to be a <laughs> <the> bloodbath. <laughs> wow. Watch
1: it on Fox. Watch it on Fox.
2: Love it, mate.
1: <laughs> and of course, I'm Paul at Kapuli G. And we will see you again next week for the Roundtable Podcast. Good luck uh, this week for your super coach and money ball. Bye for now.